It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, it's such a joy for me to be with all of you today. Thank you so much for dropping by. Just want to declare that God has great things in store for you as well. Before I go into the message that I have in store for you today, I encourage you to connect with me through the various social media platforms that I'm available on. You can check out my content on Instagram. You can also connect with me through Facebook and Parler. You can also subscribe for daily inspirations through WhatsApp and you can also get regular content on youtube don't forget to get my books both my first one who am i which will help you understand your identity as well as my second one unveil your purpose which became a number one on amazon which will help you discover your purpose and to start walking in it as well you can get more details at www.johngifter.com and i encourage you to rate this podcast in the platform that you are listening to and also give a review so that it will boost and help reach more people and thank you so much for listening and do share it around with your friends and loved ones so that it will be a great blessing to them as well now let's go to the session that we have for today I'm going to talk to you today about the aspect of discerning when you are helping people. See, as Christians, one of the value systems that we have is includes the aspect of helping those in need, right? And if you don't have that, I encourage you to really have that because that's something you really need to have uh, because when you are seeing how the Lord uh went out of the way to come and help those who are in need of a savior he came and helped us right so you and i need to showcase that in our lives when we look at those who are poor the less fortunate those who are in need or when we look at uh, maybe it could be a friend who needs encouragement maybe it's a family member who needs love maybe somebody who needs um financial help or anything under the sun they may need you know we are not called to turn a blind eye towards it but at the same time you don't have to go and help everybody in the world and you don't have to just go out and be somebody uh who just uh empties his pocket or her pocket uh just helping everybody in the world that you yourself don't have anything you have to be cautious and be wise and all of that but there is an aspect which many people fail to realize that is to discern in terms of helping whom you need to help 
because sometimes a request may come sometimes somebody wants your help sometimes you need to see that okay this person seems to be in need and all of that but you have to be cautious and precautious and you have to use the wisdom that god has given you at the same time you also need to be led by the spirit of god on who really needs a help who really needs or deserves what you Uh, have to give them maybe the, your time or uh, maybe your counsel or maybe money anything you know you have to be cautious about it and that's what today's uh, message is all about see i was somebody who would be like okay somebody needs help i would be the first to go and help them in whichever capacity i can okay uh, whether it's finance whether it is a word of counsel and encouragement or whether it is my time or maybe it is anything of that sort i would want to go and help them okay even sometimes they don't want also uh they don't come and ask me also i see okay they need this or i will just go and help that's that's my nature but i had to learn this lesson that just because you get a request just because somebody is in need you have to be cautious to see and discern whether you have to really help them or whether it's genuine or not this many christians are missing out and that's why they get into trouble many christians are getting into trouble i myself have got into trouble because i helped with a clear heart with a good conscience and uh, you know from my heart it is in the right place but there were moments i realized oh my goodness this person took advantage of me i helped them uh, but they just you know took away things from me rather than you know um and it, there were moments things were not genuine and stuff like that and i was like oh my goodness i got cheated by people but what i want to tell you is you have to discern that's where god has been teaching me and i wanted to share this um scripture with you um and then take it forward from there um first kings chapter 2 okay i want to just give you a little bit of um brief uh intro to this uh, context so king david died and um he before he passed away he had uh, appointed solomon to be the next king of israel and um, david's eldest son at that point of time was a man called adonijah all right so adonijah wanted to take the throne but he planned things without david's consent but things just didn't work out okay um you're not going into why he didn't get the throne and all of that stuff at this point of time in the sermon but i want to talk about one thing so solomon you may know that he's the son of david of course on one side but his mom was bethsheba and if you remember bethsheba was like the uh woman with whom david committed adultery okay so if you see in a society point of view if you see in a place where adonisha could be from like a culture point of view he could be like listen that son is illegitimate it's he's not supposed to be you know on the throne that is talking about solomon you know i'm supposed to be the one who is legally should be on the throne so he he had all the rights to get mad and angry because of that at this juncture i'm going to read from the voice translation and then share the word with you what i have in store so after this adonis comes and visits um bethsheba that is solomon's mom and he says um i have something to tell you and she says go on 
and he says in verse 15 you are aware that all the kingdom was in my possession and everyone in israel believed i was going to be the king they believed he was supposed to be the king because why because he was the eldest son right at that point of time so but instead my brother solomon has received the kingdom from the eternal one that is if you see in the different translations he says maybe the lord ordained that he should be become the king that's what he words it he sounds like wow this guy is taking it cool he's a one from the lord you know but let's go on he says i have one thing to ask you and i beg you not to ignore it and bechiva says go on and he says please i ask you that you go to king solomon and for he adores you and he will not ignore your request ask him to give abishag the shunanite the young woman who nursed my father before he died i want her as my wife and bechiba in all innocence she just says all right i will speak to the king on your behalf and verse 19 which she approaches king solomon about adonijah's request and uh, she says in verse 20 i have something to ask of you and please do not deny it so when you see the way she's asking she's like please do not deny it she's like literally on adonijah's side right um and then solomon is like go on and ask mother of course i will not deny you and when she says give abishag the shunanite to your brother adonijah so that she can be his wife and solomon gets very wild he says why do you wish abishag the shunanite to be adonijah's wife while you are at it why don't you ask me to hand over the entire kingdom over to adonijah and uh, the next thing you see in verse 25 he dispatches jehoiada's son to go and execute adonijah now if you see this passage it looks like solomon is very rude I mean when I read this for the first time I was like oh my goodness dude where is mercy where is grace and uh, why are you so rude I mean see first of all if you see in a society point of view the culture point of view you're not supposed to be on the throne right like you know if you see in a very broad sense he's not supposed to be on the throne he's he's not even next in line to the throne this adonisha is supposed to be on the throne but something whatever happened it's ultimately the lord's work upon your life it's ultimately because the lord ordained it it's ultimately the lord worked it out through david uh, to appoint solomon to become the next king and whatever happened happened okay but you got the throne why do you want to be so rude to your half brother who's just coming and asking you for hey, can i just marry this girl you know basically why do you have to go to the extent of killing him for that right you think about it so it looks like bechiba was more uh, considerate and she was like you know this person let me just help this uh, adonisha or she was like you know let me just show some kindness to him or whatever she she was less very innocent and said you know what you have a request let me just see that your request is fulfilled she she was a person like that but if you see solomon on the other hand goes to the extent of killing him for that request so you have to understand what is going on because when i read this for the first time when i looked at it from a surface level i was like solomon dude you're really really rude okay that's how i thought about it and then you know when i studied and went deep that's why i wanted to understand when somebody comes and help ask you for help you know on the outside they can come and give you the best um story out there and they can you know make you 
get convinced by the words they use and say you know what it's the lord who ordained it and that's how i'm here and i really need your help just one little bit of help get just give me this you know i i'm been uh, in moments where you know people have you know like um, said stuff and i was like very easily convinced kind of thing you know oh this person is in need let me just go and help them you know somebody uh, you know if uh, i can uh help them financially I, i will be like okay fine let me i'm able to so let me go help them until it went to a point where i realized there were those who started you know using that and there were those who portrayed a story very beautiful on the outside but when you look at the intention when you look at the motive when you look at the story behind you realize that it was nothing but a cheat it was a scam and uh um see of course i can't go to the lord and be like oh god you know why why did this happen and i had to learn through that old process see you 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 have a good intention you have a heart to help people but then you realize that sometimes people can you know misuse that and sometimes people can use uh you know so such uh tricky ways to actually you know get something done from you so let's look at the reason why Solomon behaved in a totally different way in comparison to his mom. Let me just take you back. Uh this is one of the reasons I read to you from the voice translation. Um it says uh the girl that he asked for okay Adonisha was not just an ordinary girl. He asked for Abishag the Shunanite woman, the young woman who nursed my father before he died. That's what he says in verse 17. Now if you see this girl abishag was in fact a concubine of david by that um you know if you look at the context of it so if you see the cultural aspect with regard to this you realize that only the successor was entitled or you know got the opportunity to you know marry a king's concubine okay So by this logic what you understand is that his intention was not just to get to marry that girl his intention was through that process he had a strong ability or there was a possibility or where he found a way or a route for him actually to get back the throne so his intention was not right Well, on the outside when you look at it it's like a small request come on dude you got the throne why can't you help your brother by just yielding to the small request that he makes but that's when you realize that solomon discern and use his wisdom to understand that what was seen on the outside was not what it was there was something more on the inside there was a hidden agenda there was a um plan that adonisha was uh perpetuating where he was like listen this is a different way for me to actually take up the throne so his uh whole plan was not just to marry her his whole plan was to use this as a as a methodology or a route for him to take up the throne because see he already has a claim to the throne because he's the eldest son at that point of time for david he's next in line so if he takes one of his father's intimate acquaintances 
as his wife then his claim to succeed david will be strengthened so though on the outside the request seemed very legitimate it looked like a small request come on in front of the big throne what you want is something very small but then behind the scenes there was a big iceberg <laughs> you know like when you take an iceberg on the outside it's small but beneath the water it's huge and it can be disastrous and that's where you see that solomon was actually wise in his actions so sometimes when you are stern and when you are firm and say no to a request it looks like you are you know not loving you're not kind you're rude you know sometimes people have told me this you know sometimes when i see when i get some requests and i realize that's not genuine or when i realize you know i'm not in a position to help them you know they make up all sorts of stuff they say you know what you are call yourself as a minister of the gospel you should be the first to help and you know they use bible verses to you know coax me to you know give them financial aid when i'm like come on i'm not in a position to help you if i can i would and if i'm led to i would and if uh, you are genuine i would but you cannot use that but what i've seen is people actually have tried all these stuff so that's why it's important that you come to a place where you're saying you know what whenever you get a request you have a heart to help people ask the lord to show you whether they're genuine or not ask god to show you if they have any hidden intention behind it and then you go and help them it really makes sense you know i want to close with this because uh, my mom has this gift of helping people and compassion more than me actually so she would go out of the way and help people in so many occasions and so many things i can talk more about it in other episodes but one of the things i want to talk about is that you know whenever somebody is not genuine the lord shows it to her and she uh, she stops helping them and later she realizes or re- uh, or she sees that you know oh that person was really not genuine you know so like that i want to tell you something that you know when when god wants to use her god uses her at the same time when god says stop helping that person that person is taking advantage of you stop helping that person because that person is not genuine she stops and later she comes to know that the lord had stopped her at the right time so likewise you know some requests may look very uh, small or sometimes it may look really genuine but ask the lord for discernment and i'm sure he will help you discern and know for sure whether to help somebody or not so i hope you're blessed by this word and i'll catch up with you next time god bless you i hope you were blessed encouraged and edified by the message that you just listened to i encourage you to connect with me to the various social media platforms i'm available on instagram parlor and facebook you can also check out my regular content on youtube and i encourage you to get my books both who am i as well as my latest one which became a number one on amazon unveil your purpose i'm sure these books will be a great blessing to you as well please do leave a rating and review this podcast in the platform that you're listening to share this around with a friend and a loved one i'm sure it will bless them as well and also help us reach more people with the good news of jesus christ as well Do check out other content on the podcast platform and if you're led to support us financially 
or you would like to connect with me, you can also check out the details in the description with regard to my PayPal account. And also, if you are led to invite me to share the word in any other platform, you can do so by connecting with me either through the website or through any other means like the social media platforms as well. Thank you so much for dropping by and I'll see you next time. If you want to get more details, check out my website, www.johngifta.com.